Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Yeah, we've been hearing a lot of stories recently um, of students unable to find college accommodation. We've heard different stories about people sleeping in their cars, some doing huge daily commutes and even some as well that actually deferred their college place because they just simply couldn't make it work. But it's not just students. It's teachers too, in some cases. cases. And uh, Niall Kennedy is a teaching fellow at Trinity College Dublin. He's with us on the line today because the lengths that Niall is going to on a daily basis um, caught my attention actually this morning. Niall, just explain your situation. Hi there, thanks for having me on. So Mm. the situation is that I am employed in temporary contracts, nine-month contracts at Trinity College which means that I am unemployed over the summer months. And this summer I felt I had to give up my flat in Dublin because I simply couldn't afford it. Uh, I got rehired in September and so I had to try and find another flat. And of course, everybody knows what we're all living through at the minute. It was absolutely impossible, uh, despite sending dozens and dozens of requests and getting absolutely nowhere. Um, And looking at places that were, you know, 2,000 euro plus a month, which I, I simply can't afford so what I've done, I'm, I'm spending the weekends in living with family in County Antrim, so four or five uh, miles away, rural County Antrim, and I'm coming to stay in hostels in Dublin uh, during the week, Monday to Thursday, so that I can teach my classes. I'm in dormitories of eight people to a room, and I'm still paying 40 to 60 euro a night because there's also a massive shortage of temporary accommodation too. So it adds up to about 1,000 euro a month. Really, for the really do- difficult living for the living dormitory condition. accommodation absolutely yep. yeah um very difficult living conditions just describe you know, it dorm- D- describe it first so i'm sharing dorms sometimes uh, up to eight or ten people in a room obviously not very comfortable beds you could be sharing with stag parties um i've stepped over people who are passed out on the floor to have a shower so i can go to work um there's nowhere quiet in the evenings so that i can prepare classes or or send emails or do any of the kind of uh, regular admin stuff that I have to do. Um, you know, I, I like hostel and culture when when I'm on holiday, but it's just not really possible to to do a professional job when you're living in these conditions. I think a lot of people will be somewhat shocked, though, to, uh, to hear this, Niall, because, you know, like we've been hearing a lot of very similar stories in relation to students, but there is, you know, there is this kind of view that, what I suppose people think about teachers and lecturers that, you know, that, that they wouldn't be in the same category, but it's clearly not the case. Everyone I speak to is shocked, but the reality is that up to 50%, and there has been research done, 50% of teachers and lecturers in Irish higher education are either part-time or in temporary contracts. So they are uh, living through the same problems that I am living through, never knowing uh, whether they're going to be rehired after the end of their current contract. Um, it's something which uh, I'm part of an organisation, the Irish Precarity Network, and we do a lot of research and campaigning on how bad the situation is in Irish higher education because of over a decade of freezes in government funding and universities just choosing to hire people on these very disadvantageous contracts. So it's a whole conversation then around precarious employment as well. That's that's Absolutely. really that's ultimately uh, the issue here for you really, isn't it? It's... <laughs> Absolutely, because certainly with the contract I'm now on, I can't possibly get a mortgage. What bank would lend to you if you um, 
excuse me, hostels are a nest of disease to the cough. What bank would lend to you if if they, if you're on this uh, this contract, these kinds of temporary yeah. contracts? So it's a nine, it's a nine month contract, Niall, which means that obviously you're you're not then um, paid like would be the case for for full time lecturers or teachers <laughs> during the summer months. Um, and that means that taking on a twelve month lease or a twelve month rental contract just isn't an, isn't an option for you. So how long? And in Dublin, that's all there is now. Only twelve. That's months. what. Yeah. In in looking at the uh, rental accommodation that you did look at initially, um, aside from the, the whole cost prohibitive factor, were you even able, was there even availability? Because that's the other story we hear. <coughs> Well, honestly, no. To be honest, uh, I've sent dozens and dozens of requests as far out as Sandyford. I even looked at Drogheda. Um, there were um, places available, but uh, really, it's I'm only through personal contracts am I getting any leads because certainly one uh, estate agent, uh, agent told me that they get up to a 1,000 requests for every available place. So they're just unable to even answer them all. Um, and there's always going to be somebody that's willing to pay that is desperate enough to pay um, more than you <coughs> in, in those situations. So, yeah, yeah. It's even even getting to a viewing, I think we all saw that famous photo of a queue of 100 people mm. for a viewing in Dublin. And that's just uh, the situation that, that that was not a one off by any means. Presumably, if you're in a dormitory with seven others, Niall, like, do you get much sleep? No, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty exhausted yeah, at the minute. Um, even if you're even if your roommate you you're lucky enough to have quiet roommates. Of course, some of them are are working too. But often your your dorm is over a bar. Um, kitchen facilities are minimal. It's very hard to eat healthily. Laundries for facilities are non-existent. It's just very hard to um, you know keep doing to keep going and get yourself uh, in the state that you would want to be in to give of your best uh, in your work, which uh, really, um, and as I, as I said, you can hear me coughing here I know. because I, yeah. I've had a nagging cough for at least a week. I'm, I've picked up something. I don't think it's COVID, but, uh, you know, these places are not very healthy to live in. Well, that's what they're not designed for, for full-time living. I mean, I, I imagine you're probably staying with a lot of, you know, uh, backpackers or people that are holidaying, you know, and, and, and tourists. Is that kind of the makeup generally, typically in yep. the dorm? Stag parties, backpackers, uh, which, you know, no no harm to them. I've done it all, all myself, but not the sort of uh, situation you want to be in if you're trying to go, as I say, to a, a job where you have to be sharp and you mm. have to, you know, look presentable. And, um, you know, you, you have to give of your best to students who are paying very, very high fees to be taught. Um, is it Monday to Friday that you're typically staying in, in hostel accommodation? Um, it, it does vary uh, because my class timetable varies, but I, I'm actually usually Sunday to Thursday at the minute because I have an early class uh, on Monday. So I usually come down on the Sunday from from Antrim, which takes, you know, about four hours mm. to do and uh, try and prepare things ready for the Monday. So the total cost, if you include um, if you include uh, the ticket, is something like 200 to 250 a week because, as I say, you know, even these dormitories are very expensive in Dublin now. Yeah, I know, because there is sort of the notion that it would be, you know, much more budget-style accommodation, but when you're staying, as you are, five nights a week and, and four weeks in the month, it'll it'll all add up for sure. Is the college aware of your situation? Well, they um, are now. Yes, well, I've, I've 
the, the Twitter thread became very popular. Yeah. We are now. Um, I have spoken to some people about it. Um, colleagues are shocked to hear this. Um, I, you know, I, I've said that there are certain meetings and certain things that I'm just not able to be at uh, at the minute. Um, colleagues are sympathetic, but I think the feeling is that this is just something that's out of their power to control. And it's uh, ultimately something that needs uh, mm. systematic reform, both in the level of the housing market and on the level of um, the contracts that we have to deal with in academia, these precarious short-term contracts, which um, increasing numbers of teachers and researchers mm. are being offered. Yeah. There is just a diminishing number of secure permanent jobs out there. And we're all fighting very, very hard over the ones that remain. Silver lining, I mean, have you anything lined up or in the pipeline potentially by way of, you know, kind of more semi-permanent accommodation? Like? Yeah, I'm hoping to get into a house share from, from next month. Again, that's from a personal contact. I mean, I'm this is my fifth year in the job that I'm in, in Trinity College. So I've made a few contacts in Dublin, but certainly I know quite a few people who are new hires or come from abroad, and including students, and they have nobody to stay with in, in Ireland, and they are uh, absolutely stuck, and I think some are, are becoming quite desperate from what I hear. Yeah, well look, if there's anybody maybe tuned into us today that has a room that they're considering renting, if they get in touch, Niall, we'll be sure to uh, point them in your direction, if you like. Uh, lunchtime live at Newstalk.com That's the email address if you want to get in touch with us. Niall, listen, mind yourself, and thanks a million for, for joining us here on the programme. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.